over. Hello and welcome to Addicted to the Man, the podcast where we dive deeper into the idea that the root cause of our suffering can be traced back to our addiction to the approval of the man. I'm Henny Kovac and I invite you to relax into your being, open up your perception and let these conversations sink in. Let's have a talk. And today my guest is Jack Coleman, who is a spiritual mentor and a passionate explorer of understanding the world we live in through diving into consciousness. He has spent the last decade dedicating his time, attention, and energy to support this kind of inner growth while balancing it with what we call society. Duality is the main theme as he believes these dualities are codes to what creates the reality we live. In doing so, he's been able to find ways of decoding what others are going through within their reality, translate it through a lens of codes, and then begin to massage the consciousness so that expansion can run through. And it's wonderful that your theme is duality because I wanted to open up the conversation on that. And I'm super excited to have you on the show to have a male perspective on this subject. So welcome, Jack. The invite. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, and uh, you're calling in from Hawaii tonight. And, mm -hmm. you know, I've always wanted to go to Hawaii, I've never been. And I'm just wondering, what is the number one thing uh, that you absolutely love about living in Hawaii? Oh my goodness. Um, I would say on a physical level, I really like the dynamic between the water and the, uh, the mountainside. So basically, you know, the coastline, it, there's a lot of crashing water. So you just get a lot of, um, you just get a lot of energy moving. Mm -hmm. And so it, I love being around crashing water, you know, I just, I like being in it. And then, um, the, the spiritual side of it is that, a lot of, I seem to get a lot of uh, messages coming in, you know, like these codes that that um, um, that I believe are just basically dualities. So they they seem to just come in really easily compared to other places on the mainland. So it's just a lot of movement, I would say. You know, you just get a lot of energy moving, not just on a physical level, but also on a spiritual level. That's amazing. I, I can't wait to visit. I actually have a few friends. So uh, you piqued my interest now. So I will definitely <laughs> put that on my list. And yeah, yeah um, for sure. Yeah. So you wrote uh, in one of your one of your posts that, uh, by the way, I thoroughly enjoy your posts on Facebook and Instagram. And I encourage people to look you up and, and really follow what you have to say. And one of the things that you said is that the biggest culprit for misunderstanding is believing that we understand. And <laughs> I feel that we, as women, we don't feel that we have been acknowledged and understood properly. And acknowledgement is important um, to, to say that we can see and f we can understand your pain, but you cannot you, you don't fully understand. And I feel that um, because of this, because of the, the fact that we act like as, we, as though we understand the other side, we kind of put up a wall. And, and I hear a lot of, you know, and, and with that, with the women's movement, every, everything, I feel like we have put up the wall and then that meets with resistance on the other, other side by men who are now resentful because of this push against them. So I just wanted to, wanted to open up and, and really dive deeper into this uh, believing that we understand kind of thing. 
Yeah, thank you. I, and that's a great place to start because I just think this is fundamental with any sort of dualities. Like you have the you have opposing sides, right? And so there's always going to be this my side's right and the other side's, you know, generally speaking, my side's right and your side's wrong. And that's what any tension or conflict, that's where it starts. So believing that my side is right is basically saying i understand why yours is wrong you know and so the, like you said it, we put up those walls we put up those barriers just right from the beginning i mean maybe we ask them questions and then they start speaking their you know their perspective or their truth and and then we start hearing you know keywords and then we start saying oh i think i know what you're saying and i don't i don't agree with it the, the hard part about that is we use these words of absolute. So saying I don't agree is a little bit more relative, you know, subjective and uh, or I believe or I perceive or my interpretation, my understanding of it. All those are, are relative. And, and in this, like, I would say dominant masculine world, we generally like to speak in absolutes. I know I am, this is, you know, like those sort of things. So this is how it is. And as soon as we say something like this is how it is, all we're doing is ignoring all the other ways that it could be for someone else, because someone else is saying this is how it is. So we use these words and it just, it just begs for fights in my opinion. So I try to stay away from those words. I try to use more subjective words you know, my belief is, my interpretation is, and, and it seems to open up some doorways, you know, kind of bring down those barriers. Um, and, and so then we can actually exchange and, and I have to want to hear their, their perspective. Like I have to say, I'm going to hear something different and um, I may not like it, you know, like let's leave that out on the table. I may not actually enjoy what this person is, is going to say. I may not know how to understand it in this moment. And if I have these ground rules that I tell myself when I get into these conversations, it's a lot easier for me to, to hold, let's just say like my, my uh, pathway you know, or, or my focus. Um, because a lot of times I feel like people are just, wanting to give their perspective more than anything without realizing what it is we're actually doing. We're actually just exchanging beliefs. I believe it this way, you believe it that way. And, and so I, I have to remember, you know, cause usually when we get all emotional about, you know, whatever it is that we're exchanging, we lose that, uh, that principle, the fundamental principle that we're exchanging minds right now. You know, we're trying to grow. And so then it turns into conversion and that's where, you know, it gets really just dynamic and divided. And, and so I try to tell myself like, this is, this is what we're doing. I, I may disagree. Um, but in an infinite universe, you know, all things are, are true or righteous or divine. So uh, it's just hard when we have this human side of human scale of things, because then, it doesn't seem like everything's true. We want to say some things are, are false or wrong or inappropriate, you know? So yeah, that's, uh, that's generally how I like to approach just breaking those barriers. 
within myself first i have to say like this is what it this is what i'm doing with this person yes uh, man or woman yes and I, I i like to hear that that there is that human part of it and you also said that no that you noticed how traumatized people won't let you in or even close even when you're trying to support them care about them and just connect with them and women are hugely traumatized and i believe men are as well but so so we're dealing with two groups of people who are who are traumatized in their own ways and they're really not uh, uh, open for for these conversations to let in this uh, this other part, this other side. So what do we do about that? Totally. Yeah. Like the I mean, trauma is basically just spiritual flesh wounds. You know, you, it's really it's really touchy, like try having like a huge cut or gash in, in your arm and then someone, you know, might even just grab it just to just to be like, hey, watch out or something or like, you know, touch it like, hey, I'm here. It's not even like they're trying to hurt the person, but it's just so sensitive that it is so wide open, you know, exposed that just the slightest touch or a breeze could make so much pain for that person. So, yeah, I mean, we have we have uh, I don't want to say like a traumatized society. There, there are people that are healthy and, you know, moving through life and everything. But there are some some deeper issues that we have that I feel like we just don't talk about. And so we might avoid them because of this, because it's so difficult having these conversations about deeper and deeper things. That's why I like trying to dive deep into concepts that most of the time people don't even want to mess with. And it's just so I can, I can really try to get to, I can't say the core because there will be another level beyond that and another level beyond that, but just trying to get deeper and deeper and deeper into these sort of issues. Like, why are we experiencing our relationships this way? Why are we not able to talk about these things? Like, what is it? And so if someone says something about, let's say, man or a woman, and we haven't reconciled that, that cut, that gash, then we just suppress it. And it just kind of, you know, it leaks into other parts of life. And, and then it turns into what you know, we would just call society or just everyday living. And, and so people uh, have to mediate that without being able to talk about it because they don't even realize like that, that sort of pain that they're pushing down because they can't express it is translating to addictions, is translating to, you know, bad habits, is translating to all of these different things that, that um, you know, that we can just say are just daily routines in a way, but in, you know, you do it long enough and it just gets pushed down and down and down. So yeah, trauma is, is just a, a big one, but I think our trauma, the reason why we don't see it is because it might've happened for so many generations that we just, it's packed down, you know, packed under so many things. And we, then we just say, that's just life. You know, I've heard plenty of people tell me that I, I fantasize about romance, you know, like how men and women could really be in harmony with each other, not from the old paradigm of like the, the work, the hardworking man and the housewife, you know, like she's, each one's doing their duty. I mean, like a man becoming a woman and a woman becoming a man, 
at the same time. So, so they're whole, you know, a man is doing manly things, but has a feminine feel. A woman is doing womanly things, but has a masculine feel, you know? So being able to go back and forth, like to me, that's truly whole. Um, but it's just, it's just difficult. And so when I try talking about that, you know, finding our soulmate, someone that we're truly in sync with someone like if I'm going through an emotional issue, I would like, um, I would like someone my partner to be a little bit harder, not like rigid or rough, but you know, like kind of be my rock or my grounding. You know, if I'm if I'm kind of losing it, and then vice versa, if they're losing it, then I can be the grounding or the structure or the support. You know, so it's just being able to, to go in and out of both because generally we have men generally do this and women generally do that. And then if the man ever starts opening up, then she may not know how to uh, deal with that because she's like, you're supposed to be hard as a rock. You're supposed to never be broken. And now you're breaking and I don't necessarily know how to hold you and then vice versa. You know, so I think we just have to learn the qualities of both men and women. And, and there's a, you know, longer reason why men don't want to do this. And, and also why women don't want to, you know, do the same. I'm not saying it's pointing the finger at one side or the other, I believe everything's a two way street. And, um, and so I think we, we both have uh, work to do on both sides, you know, and the scales are, are, are switching for sure. Absolutely. And, uh, and it's important that we do work on both sides separately and then come together and work on it as a, as a, as a unit. And um, I, I love to hear that you have hope that harmony is, <laughs> is, um, is possible. And um, I also love to hear when you said, you know, you don't want to look at it as a traumatized society. Because in my view, and, and this has been my experience, uh, I, I, I haven't uh, met a fully healed person. And, and obviously it, this is a journey. So we, we, we peel, keep peeling the layers, but I just uh, keep running into uh, hugely traumatized people. So I'm happy to hear that your experience has been different and that you are around people who may, um, have uh, gone down this this path uh, a, a lot longer or have done substantial work and and you can see the the light at the end of the tunnel I love I love that perspective awesome yeah yeah and it's not just a you know me imagining it it's uh yeah I do meet these people and um and yeah it, it makes me feel good too like I actually met a couple of uh I think they're 21 year olds uh they're they're 21 they're a couple and they really have a, an amazing feel. We have these really emotional, both, you know, we're, it's the three of us talking and we'll talk for hours. And, and they have, they have both sides to where I like you restored, you know, I, I kind of thought we were lost in the future generations in a way, just because how loose things get, you know, just like things with social media and everything. And they don't have social media, you know, they actually deleted all their social media. Uh, they're still in college. They go to Berkeley. And um, yeah, they're super emotionally aware, intelligent. You know, they're both very smart. They're both very quick. Uh, they can they can analyze really quickly and they can open up to where they're crying. Both of them, 
you know, are crying in front of me as we're talking and, you know, not just sad tears, like happy tears, you know, we've had the full spectrum. And, uh, and I'm just like, I had to tell him, I'm like, you know, you, you make me uh, inspired, you, you know, you, you basically let me know that uh, there are people that that really do care about pursuing this sort of thing because with the actually with the girl in particular, uh, we had an individual conversation talking about what makes a healthy relationship. And she's like, yeah, you need to have both man and woman within yourself, masculine and feminine within yourself. And your partner does too. And she specifically said that. And I go, thank you for, for saying that. Cause that that's very important. It's not like women should be doing this and you know, and that's it. And they shouldn't have to do these other things, which is just separating it. And because then that puts, you know, the man on this side doing the, the exact opposite, and, and they can only do that. And that's what creates the division. And she was just, you know, seeing the unity in it. And, uh, and it just, it was really nice. And, um, and so, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm glad that more people are, are doing it. We're just finding a priority on it. I feel like it's it's mainly because of seeing how it translates into all of these other things like midlife crisis, like I already said, addictions, um, e eating habits, you know, just binge watching entertainment, um, day jobs we don't care for. And, and there are plenty of things that, that we just don't realize are connected with kind of, you know, this. I don't want to just call it love, but, you know, love for our opposite. Um, but these, these emotions really spiral out into all these other parts of life. Absolutely. And yeah. So, I mean, that's my, what I feel in it. So that's great. Uh, that's so good to hear. And you mentioned that they're 21 years old. So um, I'm also happy to hear that they're proactive in this and not let themselves be uh, carried away and uh, 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 sucked into this matrix um, and, and then have to have like that midlife crisis uh, to have a wake up call. And speaking of matrix, uh, you also mentioned that the matrix and its cause is built upon a state of consciousness of the creator. And when we talk about exiting the matrix, we will only find ourselves exiting a set of beliefs about life, but we will subsequently find ourselves in another matrix. Uh, and so the real debate, debate is what will the new programs be built upon? Yeah. And because uh, we, we understand or a lot of us do understand our, our part, part in this matrix and we can fight it or we can, uh, we can play that part and, and play to our advantage. But uh, I believe that the matrix itself is, is broken. <laughs> so totally, uh, yeah. yeah. So, so we need to work on creating a new matrix because there will be a new matrix, uh, yes, coming out of this. So, so what will the new program be built upon? Uh, I would just say, um, you know, these dualities are, are the codes. And, um, and so I think they're still going to be built upon the same set of codes. They're just going to have different ratios. So you know, a matrix is, is really just a structure, you know, and, and we could just call it a program. And that's why they say, you know, you're programmed into the matrix. And, and so we have these keywords and usually have something negative attached to them. But even spiritual gurus are saying, sign up for my program, you know. So 
even though it's a program, it's a program for enlightenment or evolution or progression or, or whatever it is you want to call it, a set of different codes. So that's why I said, I don't believe that we're ever going to exit a matrix. Uh, we'll just exit the particular, uh, this particular matrix only to find ourselves in another one, which is basically a set of, you know, ratios between dualities, in my opinion, because those are the codes. So we have, let's just say an old paradigm. So let's use a different word. We had an older paradigm of the man and woman role, right? Women generally do this and they do this much of it. You know, it's that intense. And so that means that it lacks in just as much of the equal and opposite. So, you know, if they really emphasize this one part of life, which we just call femininity and everything that stands for, and they and it's pursued at that intensity, same thing goes with men, equal and opposite. So that's a particular ratio. That's a balance point. And that's all that balance point is, is constructed by is consciousness or beliefs. Women believe this, men believe that. And usually they're opposites of each other. Um, and so I, I believe that we're just finding a new balance point um, so, so, you know, the exiting of the matrix is saying that they're built on codes, you know, it's, it's a new paradigm, uh, we can call it ascension and all of that. Those are like big keywords, but really I think it's just finding balance. We're just finding harmony, you know, in, in ways that we, that we didn't realize things could be harmonized. So like what a man does and what a woman does, generally speaking, we're harmonizing those, unifying them. Um, in finding a, a new balance between them. And, uh, and so I believe those are the new codes, you know, it's just, we didn't realize kind of like, you know, when people are like, no, you, you, you're not, you're not supposed to enjoy your job, you know, like that was a, a paradigm people believed. And the reason why, in my opinion, is so that they can enjoy the dollar because they're going to spend it on a vacation. They're going to spend it on some toys. They're going to spend it on something to make up for the pain of working, you know, eight to 10, 12, 16 hours a day on something that they didn't want to do if they didn't get paid, you know? So that's the, the code or that's like the, the uh, duality that they're working in. And so then they say, you know, oh, get over it, you know, to the younger, uh, the younger generation, because the younger generation is saying, I want to love what I do. And then the older generation says, no, you're not supposed to love what you do. And it's because they believe blah, blah, blah. And so the younger generation has to say, I bet there's a way just because my uh, former generations don't know how to achieve that, don't know how to actually make money doing something that they enjoy or, or just show up to something that they love, you know, in, in that way it doesn't mean it's impossible. It just means that there has to be some set of new balance point or like, uh, um, yeah, just a, a new balance point of these codes. Um, and in my opinion, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean tossing away any of the perspectives that the older generation has. So what I found in making these new codes and finding new balance is actually is more in integration than um, kind of picking and choosing, saying like, 
uh, you know, I like this, I'm going to do that. And then screw that stuff that the older generation seemed to really enjoy and really emphasize. I actually notice every time I do that, every time I try to shut something away, life gives me a, a situation where it's really difficult. And then what do you know, the missing piece is actually that thing I was trying to suppress. So that's why I'm like, it's, it seems like it's always going to be some sort of integration. It may be difficult to understand in that moment, because some of these dualities and perspectives are so large that it's hard to wrap our minds around. So that's the bubble of consciousness. Our, we can only see as far as our consciousness can, uh, the edge of our consciousness can go. So that's where the work is in this conscious evolution is basically saying, yeah, these perspectives or these dualities are so large in the world. I don't know how to wrap my mind around it. So what do you know? I'm going to try to do something to expand my mind to wrap it around. And then I go, oh, that's how they work together. That's how they sync up, you know, and harmonize. And so then, and so then the duality, the, the uh, balance point becomes uh, more obvious. It gets easier to feel the flow because you're at your center of gravity now. You found it again. We're not leaning back and forth. You know, all of these things seem, seem to come in with that expanded mind. So that, you know, there's that priority on that. I love that. And, and a lot of the stuff that you said, I just had an aha moment, actually. The aha moment came Yay. when you said, yeah, uh, I love <laughs> that too. Um, when you said, you know, even spiritual gurus say, sign up for my program. I never, I never really looked at it that way, that we are, that's another set of programming. That's another set of codes. Uh, because, um, you know, we, we tend to or we, I, I speak for myself, uh, that, you know, sometimes I'm just so against this programming. And then I just want to strip it all off and just start from a clean slate. And I've done that many, many times. And uh, just like you said, if it, when I do that, then I realize that I could have saved myself so much heartache and so much time, not stripping all of it off but really just picking and choosing what to keep and what, what not to, because I throw away so many things that would have benefited or would benefit me um, because I just want to throw this whole thing away as a, as a package instead of just re, rebalancing it and, and choosing things that uh, I want to keep ca uh, carry on with and, and want to leave behind. So when you're saying that the new matrix will be um, just a reorganization of, of these things. It's, um, I do believe that we have to take part in it on an individual level too, because uh, that comes down to what it is that brings you joy and what it is that you are, you are uh, naturally uh, able to provide with ease and then kind of sign up for for that to carry on and then leave everything else behind so yes. this won't be just a, a a black and white kind of yin and yang for everyone i mean it will be as a society or a new matrix or a new um new system but for i think we we all individually as well have to have to play part in it and and choose for ourselves and then the totally if we start on ourselves, then it will trickle, this will build the society or this new new system on its own. 
uh, and organically. And then we don't have to create the big thing and then everyone fit into this, but build it from within and then it just it just builds itself. Yes, I love I love how you said that. And, um, you know, build it from within, especially is, you know, why we're we're I feel like we're moving toward this, you know, happiness is an inside job type philosophy. So many things are now starting from the in and then going out because for thousands of years, we, we were programmed to basically be, we were programmed to perceive the world as a product of our environment. So that's the outgoing in, you know? So, so we have that particular programming. We are only whatever it is that's surrounding us, you know? we don't have so much of the influence going outward, you know, your, your thoughts manifest reality. Like that's esoteric knowledge that's been around for thousands of years, but only the privileged minds had access to it. And just in the last like hundred years or so is that, you know, that shifting, especially since the internet came up. So we got like 20 years of people posting things on online and just like, basically posting books that you didn't know if they had it in that library, you know? And, and so you don't know, and then you have to drive to that library, which how many people are going to do that, you know? So now we have the largest library on the planet. It's the internet. And so, so now we're learning all this stuff of how our thoughts actually manifest reality, or, you know, we could just say for, scraping the surface, influencing our outer reality. You know, if you get super deep with it, you'll say your thought is reality. And that's like really hard to process. But, but yeah, so basically, we have this inward movement going out. And, uh, and so, yeah, I do believe that we are, we are exploring this and uh and then just trying to develop it you know in the in the most harmonious way that 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 we can and so with that movement i believe everyone plays the role based on what's happening on the inside so that's you know their love so if they show up to what they love which happiness is an inside job if they tap into what they love on the inside they'll naturally want to be good at the thing that you know, that they're, that's their calling in the world, you know, like their divine purpose, whatever you want to call it. Um, the thing that they're obsessed with, the thing that, you know, seems to be the theme throughout their life. If is, the more they can tap into that on the inside, they'll want to show up to that thing and they'll, they're going to be awesome at it. And the, and this, and society is going to need it and especially want it in some sort of way. And so, yeah, not everyone can play all of the roles. So as long as everyone shows up to their role, which means tapping into themselves, then all the pieces will fit. It's just everyone has to love what they do. And, and that's, I believe that that's kind of the, the difficult part is that, that we're, you know, that's why so many gurus are coming out right now, in my opinion, is because we're in this, transition of self-awareness of what do I love we have so much technology now that we don't have to worry about putting up a house we can 3d print a house you know in a week and so when we have more and more of these luxuries taken care of what do we do 
And so the the pri the priority at that point is emotions. It's it's your mind, you know. Now we get to take care of our minds, which is unheard of for thousands of years for us, you know. Yeah. So so yeah, this is a, a very interesting point. I mean, a moment in in uh, in history, but. I do believe that, yeah, you're right, totally. Everyone needs to uh, show up in, in their way. And I believe the easiest and fastest way to, you know, to show up in that way is to tap in and just like, what do I love? And, and then we have to obviously appreciate how everyone else shows up in their love. I think that's where the conflict comes in is when we don't appreciate how people show up. And uh, yeah, so I mean, we still have to like kind of work through that. But I, I really do believe that if everyone shows up to what they love um, and, and general, uh, genuinely honors it within themselves and honors that in other people what, showing up to how, uh, whatever it is that they love, then, then we're, yeah, we're swimming in harmony. And th this is a great message, especially uh, these times, because, you know, uh, a lot of people are losing hope and, and what, you know, me uh, included, uh, because it feels overwhelming and it feels sometimes uh, that there's no, no use. There's no, you know, the, uh, we're, we're too much into this web and there's no way out of it. And it, it, it feels uh, disempowering. And when you have this new way of looking at it, this new understanding that not, not all of it is, is bad or wrong. And we can just, it, it's, it's a matter of just reweaving this thing and you have, you have a, an important uh, role in it, then that, that in itself gives you, gives life a purpose, which a lot of people are looking for purpose and they, they cannot find it. And, and understanding this, understanding the impact that we all have in this, in this co-creation of this new, new society or new world, um, that I know that gives me hope and that gives me purpose. And that is key because um, we're just floating around and, and with uh, the times the way they are. And like you said, you know, technology um, just being at a place where, where a lot of work is gonna be replaced by artificial intelligence and everything. People are being left uh, to, to self-reflect and, and it can be very, very overwhelming um, unless you have an yeah. understanding that that it doesn't have to be uh, if you just really, really understand your part in it. Um, so obviously we're talking about this and, and it seems that uh, consciousness is, is the key, that, that, is, that is the main focus. And, uh, and we need people like you to you know, open up our eyes and help us uh, uh, navigate through this thing. So what is your mission with, uh, and what is your vision with what you're, you're creating in the world and with, with people and with yourself as well? really it's just an expanded mind like i just want i just want to be able to have these conversations um without losing ourselves and there there's something that a friend of mine told me back in 2011 when i was just you know exploring this sort these sort of concepts and uh, at the beginning and um so I was basically the Mayan apocalypse, like the 2010 to 2012. That's that was when I was just like all this stuff was was coming in and and just like whoa, 
this is filling in a lot of gaps. But I had this conversation with one of my friends and he told me something. I'm like, I'm never going to forget this. But um, he said, you know, two people have a dollar each and they exchange their dollar. Both still have one dollar at the end of that exchange. Two people have one idea each and they exchange their idea. Now both people have two ideas. You know, so that's to me, the only way to really progress is to constantly want to exchange these ideas. But the hard part is wanting to accept another idea. And so we reject it. And then we're both left with still one idea, you know, so so that's the difficulty. And I really value that. I'm, I really love, you know, um, contemplation. I really love observing the the world and then trying to understand why is it constructed that way not just on a material level or uh, a physical level you know on the scientific side but also on the emotional side and not just only leaving that with uh with human emotion you know i, I believe all things are conscious uh, i believe all things are made from consciousness i believe that's all matter is is consciousness and so, you know, I'm constantly trying to merge those together. So anything that I see, those are the things that, that I'm playing in is basically a physical experience with an emotion inside of it that, you know, spiritual essence in it. And, uh, and so I just love being able to look, look at life through this way. Um, and that's basically what's helped me want to understand why these sort of subjects are difficult to talk about you know, uh, on a macro level and also on a, on a more local level, you know, just uh, partnership disputes and conflicts and stuff. Are they fighting about dishes? No, it's not really the dishes. Who's cleaning the dishes and everything. It's, um, th there's something else to it. So two people are basically two particles, you know, and, and they're moving in the same way that uh, particle physics would show us. And, and they have the same sort of dynamics, the same sort of principles but now it's, you know, we have uh, different subjects called the dishes or, you know, let's move to this place or something or you said this to me, I don't, or you want to do that thing and I don't want you to do that thing. So I just, I really want to be able to have these, these far out conversations without losing, losing ourselves because I had such a hard time with that because I was passionate about trying to see something new in the world because I, I was fed up with, you know, the mainstream narrative. And I was just like, there's no way this is it. And so I was exploring these things, but I did not know that it would be a hard conversation. I was kind of like a puppy, a, like a blind puppy, basically. And I had no clue what that looked like on the outside. So I was talking about all these weird things, like it went into extraterrestrials and stuff, conspiracy theories, you know, deep metaphysics, mind over matter type stuff. And, and this was back in 2010 to 2012, where it wasn't as accepted as it is today. And, and so, yeah, it was really difficult and I didn't know why. And then I started trying to explore that, like, what is it that's that's blocking these conversations because all my friends are leaving me. They don't want to talk to me anymore. You know, uh, it's making it hard for me to show up to my day job. You know, it's, it's making it hard for me to even play. I played uh, uh, extreme sports. It was, it was making that difficult too. Cause I had these things on my mind 
all it was you know influencing so many things and just not being able to have a good conversation really impacted what I did throughout the days and so that I wanted to have a better and better time exchanging these far out concepts without having to meet someone who sees it exactly how I see it and so then I, I would strive to basically understand what makes for you know a good exchange of these very different ideas you know that seem like they're worlds apart but if it's only worlds apart because we're we're too zoomed in imagine taking a few steps back and those two things that are worlds apart they get really close together so it's just being able to scale consciousness which is why i love talking about consciousness because it just does so much in our reality so i just like sharing that and i want to share as much of that, you know, through my posts, especially right now, it's just writing those thoughts for the day. And it's just sparking these conversations. And, you know, we're, we're thinking in different ways. So I really appreciate just being able to flex the mind like that um, with, with these things that that we're thinking and feeling inside, because we need to be able to express them. And, and it seems like so many people have these thoughts. And usually what they tell me is like, I can't put words to it and I'm happy you did. Or, you know, I was too afraid to say it. I've been thinking about it for years. And then, you know, you basically open the door and so then they start talking about it. You know, so those are the things that I really like uh, and I really like to see and I wanna see more of it. So that's, that's what I want to offer, you know. <laughs> that's amazing. And, you know, you got me with that uh, exchange to dollar for dollar and you, both have a dollar and then you exchange idea to idea and then you put up two fingers I'm like wait a second that's <laughs> not correct math but that's basically how it happens and and it's interesting that it took me a it took me a while to for it to register and I think that is that is the wall that is the 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 shield that we put up uh, and and not letting not having full or, or true understanding is because you think you're in you know you are if you take in someone else's point of view you have to lose yours that's not that's not the yeah. case and what we were we were talking about earlier too is that that when when you're rearranging these ratios it's not that you're throwing everything away you're just literally rearranging so. Uh, the more of these ideas you're able to let into your your field, uh, the more power and uh, and more choice you have to choose for yourself what truly is resonating with you and not. So by not letting um, by not opening up to understanding of the other, you're literally. Uh, you're literally taking away from your yourself uh, from being able to choose from a larger variety. You're just leave, giving yourself this one little thing to be able to choose from, and then you feel like you're a victim of this, of this, whatever it is, of the situation, uh, because you you only have limited choices. But if we let in all these concepts and we let in other people's uh, views and we we let our guards down. We can literally liberate ourselves and have have a larger uh, variety to to choose from and ultimately have a more fulfilling life. So, wow, you know, I'm totally. literally like coming up with I'm I'm seeing things in a different <laughs> way that I have seen 
thus far just by a conversation. So this gives me love it. hope for this podcast as well, because uh, it really is, is about, um, you know, sometimes I look at words like, you know, we can talk all day long and just going in, in circles, but it's, it's not, uh, if you, if you let it really uh, sink in and not just, just one year one in and one year out, then it, 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 it's not going in circles. It's just expanding you to a different, different vision and a different uh, possibility. Totally. There, there's something I, I tell other people, um, which is I listen to people like, uh, like I believe they're uh, totally right. So whenever someone's talking with me, doesn't matter doesn't matter if they're my best friend, doesn't matter, friends, family, stranger, homeless person, uh, you know, most corrupt person on the planet. I listen to them like, like, uh, like they're true, you know, and then I take it home and I, you know, try to piece it together with all these other things. So in that, that means I'm receiving what, what that person is saying in that moment. And, and so I, you know, some people say that might have been my downfall, but that's that very philosophy is what allowed me to to listen to so many different perspectives, you know, and it took a lot of time for sure. And I had to move through barriers of no, this person's ridiculous. No, they're just trying to sell me something. No, they don't know what they're talking about. No, no, no. You know, and so it's if they're going to say something, I want to listen to them like they're right, like I believe them. And, and then, you know, after that, then I take it home and I, like you're saying, find out what resonates and what doesn't resonate because we can't resonate with all things, but it doesn't mean we can't hear all things. And it doesn't mean that, that we should hear things just so we can refute it or uh, try to um, combat it in some sort of way. So so that's, that's, you know, how I like listening to people. And, and I think that's what allows us to have that open mind that you're talking about. I think that that's beautiful. Um, there are still some things that come with that, though. It's hard to open our minds to all things because, you know, that's just, it's just nature. You know, we're all a different color. It's hard to be all the colors at the same time. But Absolutely. yeah, but that's beautiful. I love it. Yeah, I, so I'm, you know, I was, my last question, I, I prepared some questions and my last question was going to be, where do we go from here? But I don't, I don't honestly have to ask that question because <laughs> we go uh, by really just taking step-by-step, step, opening up more and more, letting our guards down and, and, and looking at everyone that, as they have something to teach us, which, which they do, which we all have something to teach each other. And if we um, if we approach this issue with the feminine and the masculine and and realize that we we both have something to to gift each other um, and and we can be so much more together then then that solves all, all questions. Honestly. Yeah, I mean we're swimming in harmony at that point. I you know I can't stress enough. I love being in love. It's just, it's so nice when I'm with, you know, I don't want to say my opposite because it sounds like we're conflicted, but yeah, we're just helping each other in that. And so, yeah, we didn't really get to talk as much about like what a man is or like what a woman is and, and the, the differences and like the hard things to, 
to to say to each other and you know to basically find that disconnect of why is it hard to understand the opposite side but it's just it's nice when we do right that's why that's why when we see people in love we're just like please share that like what is that and i really do believe it's the appreciation of our equal and opposite because when the two come together i mean it's just magical it's just such a you know a woman opens up a man's heart because he closed it off because he's working so hard you know and he can provide for her you know so she actually feels secure enough to be the the spiritual channel for him you know so i mean we we're just kind of working off of each other and uh and so yeah i think that's a yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. And that's, uh, that can totally. be a, a huge conversation, yeah. because just, uh, just as you were saying these, some of these words, you know, that he can provide for her, uh, I had this, uh, this tightness in inside Ooh. of me, you know, I'm, I'm unable to accept that. Um, so there is so much there that needs to be uncovered and, and discovered and, and really looked at and under, understand where that tightness comes from, what, what it is and why, why the resistance, um, you know, there's uh, totally. definitely is a, another conversation that can, that can go much, much deeper. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to having another one with you, but for now, I think we had a great, um, great episode. And I, I do believe in bite-sized pieces so people can actually just sit with it, resonate, let, let it resonate and really digest it all. So I really, sure. really appreciate your time and um, all your wisdom that you shared with us today. And thanks, Jack. And thanks same so with you. Yeah, I do appreciate that. And uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate your energy and I also appreciate what you're doing like having these these conversations about the masculine and feminine, I think is, yeah, it's just timely. I mean, I think we all need it. So yeah. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you.